brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today is the 93rd birthday of Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol died my junior year of high school. Shortly after that, I became obsessed with him, his life, interview magazine, but more specifically, his collections. I read every article I could find about the lists of belongings found in his house at the time of his death, the cookie jars, the stacks and stacks of contemporary art by his peers, the art deco furniture, the endless lists. He would go to flea markets every day and collect everything that interested him with very few criteria. Sotheby's produced a staggering list of objects catalogued from his cram-packed six-story Upper East Side townhouse when they were getting ready for the 10-day auction, 1,659 pieces of Russell Wright pottery, 267 watches, 72 Navajo blankets and rugs, 61 lots of early 19th-century American furniture, 37 Art Deco cigarette cases, 33 works by Man Ray, 18 by Marcel Duchamp, 12 Rauschenbergs. Andy was a hoarder, but when it is a dozen Rauschenbergs, it is a collection. Hoarders have a dozen cats, Andy had rooms so full of Duchamps, he just closed the doors to avoid tripping on them. By the way, that townhouse sold for $35 million, and his Montauk house for $50 million, recently. He collected all the right things, he pushed the prices and demand of early 20th century utilitarian kitsch items through the roof. The world is a better place because he was in it and still feels the loss that he has left. Andy Warhol at Gristidi's Market. New York City, 1965. Name, Andy Warhol. Occupation, Painter, Filmmaker. Birth Date, August 6, 1928. Death Date, February 22, 1987. Education, Carnegie Institute of Technology. Place of Birth, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Place of Death, New York City, New York. Originally, Andrew R. Hola. Remains, Buried, St. John the Baptist Catholic Cemetery. Bethel Park, Pennsylvania. Best known for illustrator Andy Warhol was one of the most prolific and popular artists of his time, using both avant-garde and highly commercial sensibilities. Born Andrew Arjola on August 6, 1928, in the neighborhood of Oakland in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Andy Warhol's parents were Slovakian immigrants. His father, Andre Arjola, was a construction worker, while his mother, Julia Arjola, was an embroiderer. They were devout Byzantine Catholics who attended Mass regularly, and maintained much of their Slovakian culture and heritage while living in one of Pittsburgh's Eastern European ethnic enclaves. At the age of eight, Warhol contracted Korea, also known as St. Vitus's Dance, a rare and sometimes fatal disease of the nervous system that left him bedridden for several months. It was during these months, while Warhol was sick in bed, that his mother, herself a skillful artist, gave him his first drawing lessons. Drawing soon became Warhol's favorite childhood pastime. He was also an avid fan of the movies, and when his mother bought him a camera at the age of nine he took up photography as well, developing film in a makeshift darkroom he set up in their basement. Warhol attended Holmes Elementary School and took the free art classes offered at the Carnegie Institute, now the Carnegie Museum of Art, in Pittsburgh. In 1942, at the age of 14, Warhol again suffered a tragedy when his father passed away from a jaundiced liver. 
Warhol was so upset that he could not attend his father's funeral, and he hid under his bed throughout the wake. Warhol's father had recognized his son's artistic talents, and in his will he dictated that his life savings go toward Warhol's college education. That same year, Warhol began at Shenley High School, and upon graduating, in 1945, he enrolled at the Carnegie Institute for Technology, now Carnegie Mellon University, to study pictorial design. When he graduated from college with his Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in 1949, Warhol moved to New York City to pursue a career as a commercial artist. It was also at this time that he dropped the A at the end of his last name to become Andy Warhol. He landed a job with Glamour magazine in September, and went on to become one of the most successful commercial artists of the 1950s. He won frequent awards for his uniquely whimsical style, using his own blotted line technique and rubber stamps to create his drawings. In the late 1950s, Warhol began devoting more attention to painting, and in 1961, he debuted the concept of pop art paintings that focused on mass-produced commercial goods. In 1962, he exhibited the now-iconic paintings of Campbell soup cans. These small canvas works of everyday consumer products created a major stir in the art world, bringing both Warhol and pop art into the national spotlight for the first time. British artist Richard Hamilton described pop art as popular, transient, expendable, low-cost, mass-produced, young, witty, sexy, gimmicky, glamorous, big business. As Warhol himself put it, once you got pop, you could never see a sign the same way again. And once you thought pop, you could never see America the same way again. Warhol's other famous pop paintings depicted Coca-Cola bottles, vacuum cleaners and hamburgers. He also painted celebrity portraits in vivid and garish colors. His most famous subjects include Marilyn Monroe, Elizabeth Taylor, Mick Jagger, and Mao Zedong. As these portraits gained fame and notoriety, Warhol began to receive hundreds of commissions for portraits from socialites and celebrities. His portrait Eight Elvises eventually resold for $100 million in 2008, making it one of the most valuable paintings in world history. In 1964, Warhol opened his own art studio, a large silver-painted warehouse known simply as The Factory. The Factory quickly became one of New York City's premier cultural hotspots, a scene of lavish parties attended by the city's wealthiest socialites and celebrities, including musician Lou Reed, who paid tribute to the hustlers and transvestites he'd met at the factory with his hit song Walk on the Wild Side the verses of which contained descriptions of individuals who were fixtures at the legendary studio-slash-warehouse in the 60s, including Holly Woodlawn, Candy Darling, Little Joe D'Alessandro, Sugar Plum Fairy Joe Campbell and Jackie Curtis. Warhol was a friend of Reed's and managed Reed's band, The Velvet Underground. Warhol, who clearly relished his celebrity, became a fixture at infamous New York City nightclubs like Studio 54 in Max's Kansas City. Commenting on celebrity fixation, his own and that of the public at large, Warhol observed, more than anything people just want stars. He also branched out in new directions, publishing his first book, Andy Warhol's Index, in 1967. In 1968, however, Warhol's thriving career almost ended. He was shot by Valerie Solanas, an aspiring writer and radical feminist, on June 3rd. Warhol was seriously wounded in this attack. Solanus had appeared in one of Warhol's films and was reportedly upset with him over his refusal to use a script she had written. After the shooting, Solanus was arrested and later pleaded guilty to the crime. Warhol spent weeks in a New York hospital recovering from his injuries. In the 1970s, Warhol continued to explore other forms of media. He published such books as The Philosophy of Andy Warhol, from A to B and Back Again, and Exposures. Warhol also experimented extensively with video art, producing more than 60 films during his career. 
Some of his most famous films include Sleep, which depicts poet John Giorno sleeping for six hours, and Eat, which shows a man eating a mushroom for 45 minutes. Warhol also worked in sculpture and photography, and in the 1980s, he moved into television, hosting Andy Warhol's TV and Andy Warhol's 15 Minutes on MTV. Warhol died on February 22, 1987, at the age of 58. His personal life has been the subject of much debate and consideration. He is widely believed to have been a gay man, and his art was often infused with homoerotic imagery and motifs. However, he claimed that he remained a virgin for his entire life. Warhol's life and work simultaneously satirized and celebrated materiality and celebrity. On the one hand, his paintings of distorted brand images and celebrity faces could be read as a critique of what he viewed as a culture obsessed with money and celebrity. On the other hand, Warhol's focus on consumer goods and pop culture icons, as well as his own taste for money and fame, suggest a life in celebration of the very aspects of American culture that his work criticized. Warhol spoke to this apparent contradiction between his life and work in his book The Philosophy of Andy Warhol, writing that making money is art and working is art, and good business is the best art. Filmography as Director Blue Movie, June 13, 1969 Bike Boy, October 5, 1967 The Velvet Underground and Nico, February 8, 1966 Chelsea Girls, 1966 Vinyl, June 4, 1965 Filmography as Actor Free Radicals a History of Experimental Cinema, February 14, 2012, Middle. Himself. Imagine, John Lennon, October 7, 1988, Middle. Himself. Blank Generation, 1980, Middle. Himself. Cocaine Cowboys, October 5, 1979, Middle. Himself. The Driver's Seat, May 20, 1974, Cocksucker Blues, 1972, Middle. Himself. Dynamite Chicken, January 20, 1971, Middle. Himself. The Queen, June 17, 1968, Middle. Himself. The Velvet Underground and Nico, February 8, 1966, Middle. Himself.